Hey, what's up? Pat here, and welcome to episode two of Ask Pat. Today's episode is brought to you by Lead Pages. My good friend Clay Collins is the co founder, and I'm actually an advisor for the company, too. Quick, out of the box, beautiful landing page templates to help you generate more subscribers to your list and leads for your online business. Check it out, leadpages.net slash pat. Now, today's question comes from Sean, all the way over in Australia, and it's a perfect question for anyone looking to grow their business in some way, especially now that we're starting off the new year. Let's hear it. Pat, Sean Allen here from Western Australia. Quick question about people who are looking at the, uh, the difficult side of the upwards growth curve, and we're trying to set goals with our online business. And the question is, what kind of goals should we set? Uh, should we set a number of subscribers for our blog or for our website? Should we set an amount of content um, with our podcasts, a number, a number of subscribers? So to give us an idea, obviously we can set financial goals, but to help us get to our financial goals, how should we go about it? So if you can uh, let, it, let me know in a, one of your podcasts, that would be great. And again, it's Sean Allen from Western Australia. My website is martialartsbusinesscoaching.com and uh, podcast is Martial Arts Training on iTunes. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you. Hey, Sean, thank you so much for your question about goal setting. And I like how you mentioned the fact that there are goals other than financial goals that we should be thinking about. That's very important because when you focus on these subscriber goals and production goals and other goals that we'll get into, the earnings and the income become almost a a byproduct of meeting those goals. Now, of course, the financial goals are important as well. It helps drive our decision-making, but you have to be very careful when you start to set financial goals in blogging and podcasting and entrepreneurship because if the money becomes the primary motivator, I mean, it should motivate you, and yes, you need to make a living, but if it is the number one thing that drives all of your decisions, at least in my experience, I've seen my work turn into work that I just wasn't proud of or work that I wasn't clearly passionate about, and those projects would just die out, you know? Whenever I put my audience first, though, the needs and struggles and pains of my audience first with monetization in mind and these other goals that we'll be discussing in this recording, I've seen much more success. So just a few things to keep in mind. Now, on to goal setting. There are obviously a ton of different areas of blogging and online business that you could and should be setting goals for. You mentioned subscriber counts for your blog and your podcast. That, that's smart to do. You know, It's good to set a goal for subscriber counts and the number of people who are coming to your site. It's always good to give yourself a hard number to shoot for by a specific time. But it's hard to give you or anybody out there listening a specific number right now because we're all at different levels of growth. As long as you're growing, that means that's good, right? Growth is good. And, and But you know, it's good to have these numbers as well that you want to strive for. I would give yourself a reasonable number to shoot for, something attainable, and then add 25% on top of that for that extra push. So for example, if you're at 1,000 subscribers right now, we'll just use 1,000 because it's a nice round number, and you want to grow to 3,000 subscribers by the end of the year, that's 2,000 more subscribers you have to attain. Now add 500 more. So instead of shooting for 3,000, you'd shoot for 3,500. You know, you always wanna be pushing yourself, which is why I love to add on this extra 25%. And when you break it down, if you're giving yourself a whole year, I mean, that's only an extra 42 subscribers per month, that extra 25%. 
you know, beyond the 167, you'd be averaging per month at 2,000 subscribers per year if you're giving yourself 12 months. And with any of these goals, it's always good to break them down. Okay, so you want 2,500 more subscribers for the year. You've got 12 months. What does that look like every month? Well, 2,500 divided by 12, that's 208 new subscribers per month. And when you break it down like that, it seems a little bit more attainable. So from there, you can actually then determine what you have to do to make that happen. Maybe that's one or two guest posts per month, for example. And as you're going along during the year, maybe the first month, you only get 100 of that 208. Well, you're short 108, then you can catch up. You can step it up a bit or pivot or try something different the next month to get back on track. Other goals you could work on, consistency. That's a great goal for everybody. Consistency is the fuel that drives traffic to your blog because over time, you'll have more content, but your audience will also become used to your rhythm. So make a conscient conscious effort to stay consistent or as consistent as you can, which means you have to give yourself a goal. Now, how many posts are you going to write each week or month? Once you internalize that, it becomes real and you can make it happen or you'll see when you're falling behind. If you just say, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to post every once in a while, then what, I mean, what does that mean? Is that three times a week, twice a month? You know, if you don't have these production goals and consistency goals, your content will fall behind and you'll keep making excuses. You'll keep pushing it back another day, another week, another month, and, and your audience is just not gonna stick around. It doesn't matter what the rhythm is. I mean, as long as you're consistent with it. And yes, you can play around with it a little bit. You can, you know, experiment and test different sort of frequencies of, of posting and publishing just to get your rhythm down. But once you get that rhythm, once you find your voice and get that rhythm, stick to it, stay consistent. Another goal I like to set as a blogger is reaching out. Actually, this is something I know a lot of people don't do. And when I tell them this, they're like, wow, that's you should totally do this. Um, another goal I like to set as a blogger is, is reaching out to a certain number of my subscribers every week, just sort of randomly. I try to at least have five email conversations with five different subscribers at random just to see how things are. You know, they feel appreciated because they are getting time with me when I, I mean, I'm actually asking them for their input. It's surprising, so it's something that catches their attention and it helps me, the person reaching out, understand what I can do better to improve the site and the user experience. You know, if I'm making the effort to reach out, a lot of people, a lot of the times, will make a big effort to tell me the truth about how they're experiencing the site and I've learned so much from just reaching out to the people in my audience and asking them, hey, What's working for you right now? Or what can I do to improve? It also brings you to their level and shows that you are actually listening and wanting to improve. Now, another sweet goal that I suggest everyone start implementing right away is some sort of split testing. You know, you should be split testing something at all times. Now, split testing, what that means for those of you who don't know, is you can test different things on your site. You can have half of your visitors see one version and half see the other, and you could test to see how or which one works better. You know, if there's a certain goal in mind, for example, how many people on sort of test page A click on the buy now button versus test page B, and there could just be one difference between the two, and you would know, okay, I know this one performs better, so I'm gonna continue with that. You should be testing something all the time. So by the end of every month, I do this one, I do at least one test every month. So at the end of every month, I've run a test where I know one thing is better than another thing. You know, you can use Website Optimizer on Google Analytics to help you split test or a paid tool. There's one called Visual Website Optimizer. You can use that to make it even easier. So you can split test things like the copy on your page. On your about page, for example, 
the copy next to your subscriber buttons. You you can actually test the copy on your subscriber buttons, not just subscribe now or go, but it could say free instant access, for example. Which one performs better? The only way to know this is to test it. You can split test different layouts of your pages, different colors of your action buttons, different calls to actions on specific pages. If you have sales pages for any products, you should be split testing your headline, your buy now button, your testimonials, the order of things on the page, as many things as you can. So yeah, make it a goal to split test something every month so you know you are always making progress in your business or blog. Other goals you can set for yourself is to always have a record month in all aspects, traffic, earnings, bounce rate, time on sign, all the numbers. Try to beat your numbers every single month if you can. You won't always, you won't always. You know, there will be those, they'll, they'll, <laughs> there will be those down months. But, but when you start keeping track of these numbers month by month, if for some reason you notice one of them goes down, you can adjust accordingly to correct those numbers and get back on track. You should always be growing and generally heading up the curve not down. If you see two or three months where you're consistently going down in one of those areas, then you have to do something or see what possibly is making that happen, and then you can adjust. There are thousands of other types of goals that you could create for yourself, and I think you should be creative with them. You know, Pick a few things that are meaningful to you and your brand and turn them into goals. Having those goals is so important because it'll drive you to actually take action and make things happen and make decisions that will help you get there instead of just nonchalantly proceeding and keeping yourself busy without trying to meet these goals, which is the most dangerous thing you can do. That is, working just to stay busy with no real purpose or no real goals. So Sean, thank you so much for a great question today. An Ask Pat t-shirt is headed your way for having your question featured here on Ask Pat. And I'm stoked to have an Aussie represent the show, so thank you. And if any of you out there listening have a question you'd like answered on the show, anything to do with business, entrepreneurship, blogging, podcasting, whatever you'd like, head on over to askpat.com to submit your question totally free. It's easy, and you can win an awesome Ask Pat t-shirt too. New questions answered every single day here on the show. So head on over to askpat.com, and I'll see you there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Ask Pat. Again, today's episode is brought to you by Lead Pages, just an amazing piece of software that's going to help you build a bigger email list faster with beautiful, simple email templates and landing page templates. Uh, and they have this really cool thing called Lead Boxes and Lead Links now. It's going to blow your mind. Again, check it out, leadpages.net slash pat. Remember, I am an advisor for the company, so if you have any questions about it, please let me know. And I want to end today's episode with one of my all-time favorite quotes. So I'm going to be ending every episode from this point forward with a different quote. I didn't do the last one because that was the first episode and I just introduced the show to you. Uh, so I had a little bit more things to say. But this time, I'm going to end with one of my all-time favorite quotes from Henry Ford. And he said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. How you believe in yourself, whether you think you could do something or you don't think you could do something, completely matters in how it will actually turn out. So with whatever your next project is, with whatever you are fearing or having doubts about right now, know that you can conquer it, you can do it, and you have to believe in yourself because if you, if you don't, then it's never gonna happen. You can do it, find the right help, ask the right questions, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.